0: Hello there, and welcome to another exciting episode of Mark and Zach, The Outsiders. And uh, we're joined again, the two of us are here. You can see us on video if you're watching the YouTube version, or you can hear us if you're listening to us on one of the many, many, many wide array of different uh, different audio uh, audio things, one of which is Audible, which we're quite excited about. Yeah, audio platform, Zach. Platform Platform. is the word you're looking for. Yeah, platform nine and three quarters. Um, So welcome. (laughs) In our case. (laughs) Definitely. Hello, Mark. Hello, Zach. Hello there. Uh, This is Mark. I'm Zach. We're Mark and Zach the Outsiders. And we have been discussing various things over the last few weeks um, about how it feels to be an outsider. And one thing we were talking about this week to each other, um, because we do talk when we're not uh, doing a podcast as well, is why are there so many outsiders in storytelling? And we asked ourselves that question. And when we asked that, when we sort of opened up a sort of whole array of characters that came to mind who are depicted as outsiders, but who we all seem to gravitate towards or become the sort of hero. Um, And that's what we're going to be talking about Here today for you, wonderful listener, watcher, whatever platform you are on. So, um, Mark, would you like to kick us off with some some information that you'd like to share?
1: Well, I mean, it's very interesting, actually. We we always kick it off in the same way, but it it is... I'm curious, and it is a curious thing that... We are, I suppose, forever um, defining what an outsider is. I mean, this is, this is the thing, because a lot of people are sort of, what? What? Outsider? What does it mean? We, I mean, we've defined it many, many times. Um, and again, as I've said before, it's not something that you wake up one morning and say, that is what I want to be, or I want to do. Yeah. It's something that is within us. It is something within our DNA, and it's basically uh, a factor Or, an effect Mm. from our formative years, from growing up, from let's say being seen and not heard, from not necessarily getting the support, the nurture, the encouragement, the you know, that we all need um, as children. And, of course, there are all variations of a theme, and everyone's got their own story. However, linking back to your question, Zach, um, all virtually every single. protagonist in a story is an outsider every virtually most creative forces are people who are outsiders it is not this is not like some coven of 20 people in the world going ha, 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 we are outside i mean this is huge yeah and i suppose the point of these podcasts is that we are sharing i trying to make it let's say more accessible to people to understand what the hell we're talking about and to see whether or not they actually can relate to this. So um, back to the point again, which I seem to sort of digress from time to time. It's um, part of being an outsider. You mutter exactly. to yourself. Yeah, mutter, exactly. mutter, mutter, mutter um is is actually uh a book that i've read maybe oh i'd say at least five or six times and the program that i've watched maybe three or four times um by an author that i absolutely love and that's john le carrier um and the story or the, the title of his novel is the night manager um, which i'm sure a lot of people are aware of because it's been on tv um, hugh laurie. Been, sorry yeah with hugh laurie, hugh yeah. laurie yeah um and and it was just, I watch it, it's fascinating to me. Um, primarily, and, and again, this is this is one of many, many stories that I mean, we can list them off, which we will do afterwards, but it, it is a fascinating story when you think to yourself, how many kinds of people would truly choose to work as an night manager in a hotel? I mean, it's yeah, who would want to do that? I mean, it's it's you know, solitude incarnates, yeah, you know, really, no one there, just you. Um, and people do choose and this is why i'm kind of throwing it out there for for those of you watching listening how many of you choose jobs where you don't have to deal with people yeah you don't have to have confrontation you don't have to have the the politics or the 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 situation where you feel um volatile or um uh, what's um or In some way, reactive to it. Yeah, now, I think characters like this, for example, like James Bond, for example, um, like all the all the Jason Bournes and you name them, list them off. They're all outsiders. These are people that do not want, or cannot handle um, any form of authority or uh, questioning or uh, rules rules regulations yeah yeah and they are uh people who have been hurt i and um, or have been let down or are um are victims of something of some outcome and they've learned to survive adapt uh to their circumstances they're there there's thousands of them Mm. so this particular story only came up because i was watching it recently and i just thought to myself who would want to be a night manager so to those of you out there can you any of you relate to this in the sense of what you're doing i've done in the past where you've worked in in isolation effectively where no one is going to disturb or upset your your way of thinking
0: which is and I think that...
1: that's my response Zach.
0: <laughs> which yeah. went on for about twenty five minutes <laughs> well, that's the end of today's episode anyway yes okay. we'll see <laughs> um but you no you're qu- quite true a lot of artists uh, that isolation is necessary, isn't it I mean the very nature of being a writer, for instance, is to be locked away in self isolation obviously locked away in order to delve into the world that you're creating within your mind. It's a very um. Uh, solitary uh, thing to undertake. Uh, same with an artist painting on canvas or something. You need that time of solitude, not only to come up with the concepts and the characters and the imagery, but then also to actually produce it on something. It's not like you don't um, hear of, I don't know, Stephen King... Writing his latest novel in front of an audience of hundreds of people—it's—it's it's a solitude thing, isn't it? But it's—it's it's a necessary thing. It's, um, so similar to the night manager sort of thing. Do people do choose it, don't they? Because of what you're saying, because they don't have. Yeah, there are you no. Know,
1: I agree. I mean, there are people that do need to be in, in silence. I mean, that that's that that that's possibly um, a, a, a necessary factor or functionality of what they're doing and that that that's a slightly different thing i mean some people enjoy that there's no question yeah but i'm talking about people that choose to self-isolate from the world on a almost ongoing basis um because they are finely tuned and i yeah. suppose if you're finely tuned you've got that sensitivity it, yeah we, And and, it, and again it shows up in all yeah I think we're all fairly finely tuned as people yeah. as individuals but some people really feel it more than yeah. others
0: yeah so that's um I was going to talk about a writer actually myself I was going to talk about um Albert Camus uh-huh. some people might know some people might not um the French philosopher French philosopher that's it and um He wrote a book called The Stranger, which is also called, has been labelled as The Outsider. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and in this book, it was about his exploration. I think it's partly um, autobiographical based on his experience. But in this book, it's basically about a stranger who is trying to find some sort of reason, some sort of purpose, some sort of need to carry on living, that sort of thing. Um, And I found it quite an interesting book because it uh, it happened. I read it at a time when I myself was feeling quite isolated from the world. I was in a quite a bad, depressive state. Uh, I'd split up from my family. I was living on my own. I wasn't with anybody at the time. And I kind of felt lost myself, kind of felt disconnected from the whole world. And uh, just... Wanted that time of solitude, and I guess what you're saying is right. We 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 choose it from time to time, don't we? In our lives, I think many of us choose it. Not all of us.
1: No, not not all of us. But I would let me just interact a second because I do. I would say that there are people that kind of it's a bit of a comfort zone. Yeah, you know, it's this kind of security knowing that if you can't or you don't really want to deal. Yeah, with others, it's kind of a. It's kind. Of, you get used to it. You get comfortable yeah. with it, and that's also kind of dangerous. But people do tend to do
0: that. Yeah, it can be dangerous. I'm just going to reach out and get some because I'm. I've, I've got some quotes as ever. Zach,
1: Zach, carry on about the 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 um, outsider story you were mentioning. Yeah, well, I've, I've got, got some quotes, quotes from in the there, sorry. from
0: the book uh, that that I took from the book. And I, I found them quite interesting. The way they talk about the way Albert Albert Camus. I'm trying to pronounce his name correctly. Albert Albert Camus. Um, so it's very much existentialist this this story, uh, and it's very much about questioning your existence. It's, there's lots of passages where he questions about God. There's, I think, it opens with him the. the the person sort of saying my mother died yesterday or was it the day before? I can't remember. It's something like that, where it's you sort of lose track of life when you're feeling that disconnection. And there's, there's two passages, that two quotes that really did interest me. The first one being, I may not be sure about what really did interest me, but I was absolutely sure about what didn't. And that really connected to me when I read it. And when I recently read, researched it as well for this episode because that's how I feel now about finding your purpose about finding something that you are attracted to in life and that you want to do I I felt when I was at school I was being told all the things that I was crap at you're being reminded that you're crap at this you, you know that's no good that's no good you failed at that you failed at that so you sort of forget the things that you're good at Um, And there's a a thing on YouTube, a video on YouTube with Matthew McConaughey, the actor, who gives some advice to a group of people. And it's about finding out what you want to do by realising all the things that you don't like. All the stuff that you really don't like in the world or in your life, you get rid of those, and that only leaves the stuff that you do like and you want. And that passage in the book, kind of takes me to that that he's aware he's not sure about what he was interested in but he knew all the stuff he wasn't interested in so you can flip it in process of elimination it is really isn't it
1: yeah yeah but I think I think the 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 interesting thing is that we all have uh, a clear idea of the types of thing if not specific things that we we love or are interested in, yeah. Um, and there are those that that do and try trial and error until they find their their uh, their way of doing yeah. it. Because we've all got different ways of doing things. Um, and there are others that really, as you just said, maybe they've been told that they're not up to it, or it's not for them, or there's reasons why they shouldn't pursue it, and they lose their belief system that they can I think that's the danger yeah absolutely. Um, and then they put it put it away in the cupboard mm. never to touch it again for fear of you know rejection or humiliation or you know some form of um, negative response because
0: um, it affects their self-esteem and
1: of course and... Of, of course yeah. I think
0: that the, the, the
1: the dangerous thing also about these things is that uh, we're talking about characters in, in stories. Right? Yeah. I mean, this is something else which we should get back to. Yeah. Is that all of these characters in these stories are going through what we talked about last week is their their journey. You know, the yeah. ups, the downs, the, the, the challenges, the obstacles and all of this stuff. But they all do seem to have that kind of inner... Um, Awareness of what they can do, um, their their instincts, their insights, their ability—they're they're very switched on to what they're good at, what they can do. Um, and it's very strange to think that these are people. I mean, of course, this is fiction, but these are people that can do so many things yeah. and yet choose to remain isolated from the yeah. world. Um, when a lot of people actually who are isolated. Um, are doing so because they're embarrassed or or ashamed or um, hiding for some reason. Yeah. Um, And and that's kind of where the the line starts to blur a little bit, you know, between the fiction and the reality.
0: Yeah, it's having that self-confidence and belief in yourself not to worry about whether you're outside or not. It's just you are who you are. People accept you or they don't. And that's kind of where a lot of the 80s um, characters were sort of... Because when we were talking about this episode, I, I listed off a load of characters that I could think of. And people like um, Rambo uh, came to mind. Uh, John McLean, who Bruce Willis in, the, in Die Hard, in the skyscraper, came to mind. They're all people that have gone through some sort of trauma, some sort of experience, which which is, but they, they all seem to be also naturally rebellious against the system, which is kind of an outsider thing. I mean, I've always, we mentioned rules earlier. I've never liked rules that I didn't understand. I, I appreciate what rules are, and I appreciate that we need to have some in place, but if they make no sense, then my natural rebellious streak will come out, and I'll start breaking those rules, and then I'll be, put aside as somebody who's not fitting into the system that they've created in that little thing Um, and a lot of these characters especially in the 80s it was quite um quite a rich time for storytelling for these sorts of characters because you've also got people like ghostbusters and beverly hills cop was an outsider going into a systematic police thing
1: uh, these are kind of light-hearted ways of telling stories um, versus, let's say, the, the slightly darker ones that we've mentioned in the beginning. Um, but that just shows you how well-rounded
0: yeah.
1: the whole story, the whole plot is of people from whatever background um, and whatever that story happens to be, a lot of people do tend to be on the outside. Um, and... I think the other thing, is you quite rightly said, the backdrop, it depends on the back, you know, the stories against the backdrop. Well, now we're in the most chaotic, bonkers time in in history for a long, long time. And it'd be interesting to know what storylines come out of this particular backdrop. But again, I think more than ever before, the outsider concept will be stronger because people are just being, you know, cut adrift. Financially, emotionally, I mean, obviously the COVID thing and now financial thing. Mm. um, People are just getting being cut adrift and therefore there'll be more and more people who were, let's say, always anyway outside of that system, but now will be further and further adrift. So I guess what we're trying to do here with all of these um, discussions is say that, you know, there's lots and lots of people out there. Whether you know we're talking about obviously real people rather than the fictional ones, but the fictional ones obviously exist from real people. So, yeah, Yeah, exactly. There are lots and lots of people out there who are—I won't say the word suffering, but are basically are living uh, as outsiders. Mm. And I think we want we we wanted to start to address this and uh, come up with some solutions, right, Zach?
0: It's the solutions that we're coming. We want to come up with and and sort of form the sort of a community of uh, beautiful, wonderful, unique people. One of the uh, solutions we've come up with, it, an, a neat link into our free PDF that we're offering to uh, to all of you. Anyone who goes to our Facebook page can uh, type in to our uh, comments, leave a comment on uh, one of our posts, type into that comment, the word character. And you will then be sent a PDF outlining um, how we uh, five steps how we can help uh, with an outsider we kind of offer hints and tips that sort of thing it's a it's a lovely put together brief thing that we we both have worked very nicely on and worked together okay.
1: on <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean it's just basically five simple tips to help you first of all I think you know we, we, we uh, we're, we're talking about being aware of the fact that it's something that might be relevant to you as a person i mean some people it's not some people it definitely is and if it is relevant and you do feel the effects or some of the or you can relate to some of the topics we've raised and you'd like to know a little bit more or you're ready to have a little look at something then do feel free just to get uh, to drop us uh, a message on the facebook community and we will send you this free five-step pdf which basically just indicates how we can make the best of our lives
0: yeah
1: in this kind of mindset Uh, so
0: the facebook page is called mark and zach the outsiders can you remember the the at thing mark (laughs) Uh, hip not to be square ah brilliant we're getting there slowly but surely slowly but surely so uh catch us on there we'd love to know what you think we'd love to know your stories any any stories that you've got uh about fee about how it feels to be an outsider or something that made you feel like um when you first felt you were becoming an outsider or something like that um because fictional or not we there's all these wonderful stories out there that um should be told or you know should be shared if you feel like you need to so that is it i think that's it any last words Mark? before we wrap this no,
1: up? No, no. Uh, I've enjoyed it as always. Look forward to the next one. Um, do, actually, out of interest, if you are a John Carre fan, do watch The Night Manager. It's available on, uh, I think it's on BBC uh, iPlayer, but uh, it's a great, and it's really, again, a very clear story of being an outsider. Yeah. Um, yes, do share your stories and, and experiences with us. We'd love to hear from you, and uh, we'll see you in the next one.
0: See you at the next one. Thank you for joining us this week and we will see you soon. Ciao for now.
1: See you. Bye.